This is Retire at Peace with Gerald G. Ginwright from Mainstream Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Gerald provides his clients and prospects the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Retire at Peace with Gerald G. Ginwright. Hello and welcome back to Retire at Peace. This is Gerald G. Ginwright with Mainstream Financial Group. If you would like more information about what you hear during the show today, give us a call at 888-324-0589 or visit us online at retireatpeacepodcast.com. And while at my website, click on the radio page and check out our past shows and subscribe on Apple Podcast or Spotify. Retirement is often pitched as a sort of be-all and end-all. You work for years and years, sock away money, make plans, and then one day, boom, you leave the office for the last time. And from there, well, it's nothing but golf, walks on the beach, and trips to those places you've always been planning to visit. Of course, all that sounds pretty good on a website or a brochure, but that kind of retirement isn't for everyone. In fact, I'd be willing to bet that many of today's listeners would be surprised at how many of my clients expressed a desire for something different. Some of them don't even want to retire because they find happiness and purpose in their work, and many want to keep working, but less often. A recent Kiplinger article, Great Jobs for Retirees, nicely crystallizes the fact that many retirees want to keep working once they leave their careers. Though, generally, in some of a more low-key and casual status. As the article notes, some retirees want to keep working because they need a little extra money. But for many, the money is just a bonus because they mainly are looking for ways to stay active and engaged. The first gig a retiree may want to consider is working as an adjunct professor. Many colleges and universities are looking for professionals to share their experience and wisdom with students. And while some schools require master's degrees, some require only four-year degrees or professional experience. To me, this is an exciting way to put a capstone on your career. You spend decades building up your experience, so why not share what you've learned with eager young people while putting a few extra bucks in your bank account? Teaching at the K-12 through level is another excellent option for retirees. For school districts throughout the country, retirees have become an ideal solution to the dilemma of finding qualified substitute teachers. Some districts hire substitutes directly and others outsource the task. Though it varies from state to state and often district to district, substitute teachers don't always need a teaching certificate. Check out your local school's district website for more information 
on hiring practices. As with working as an adjunct professor, I think substitute teaching provides retirees with a unique opportunity to share what they've learned in their professions with kids who are eager to learn more about what's waiting for them after they graduate. Serving as a patient advocate is another post-retirement job to consider. This one is intriguing to me because you can make some money while doing some quantifiable good for other folks. With this one, the name pretty much says it all. As a patient advocate, you spend your time advocating for your patient's medical needs and wishes. In general, patient advocates charge between $150 to $400 and carry 10 to 20 patients. Check out healthadvocatessources.com for more information. I think the next post-career option, working as a tour guide, is particularly exciting. When I talk with my clients who are passionate about travel, it seems most of them have a go-to destination. National parks, historical sites, even the great cities of Europe, and more. If you have a place that you love and can't get enough of, why not put the enthusiasm to work while sharing it with others. In fact, if you live near a historical site that's operated by the National Park Service, you can become a licensed tour guide through the Association of Licensed Battlefield Guides. For example, only those who are licensed may serve as a formal tour guide at Gettysburg. Depending on the place where you're interested in serving as a guide, there are varying certification requirements. Some have no requirements, while others require that you pass the tests. Visit the National Federation of Tourist Guide Associations at nftga.com for more information. The article next suggests that there are a number of opportunities at national parks and not just as tourist guides like we discussed in our first segment. You should also note that many states have outstanding park systems that may provide similar job opportunities as national parks. And don't forget about summer camps, resorts, and lodges. Images of our friendly forest rangers are often one of the first things that pop into our minds when we think about national parks. But there are a number of lesser known but no less important jobs that make our favorite parks hum. Hotel clerks, gift shop workers, cooks, servers, and more. National parks often have numerous openings after college-age workers have returned to school in the fall. Some even provide lodging and free hookups if you have an RV. Working as a youth sports official or referee is also a great way to get out of the house on a regular basis. Though, we hear horror stories of parents misbehaving at these kids' little league games and the truth is these viral videos are still few and far between. Contact your parks and rec departments, local youth sports organizations, and high school sports governing bodies to find out more information. Many organizations provide training and monitoring that will help you get certified. 
I've seen multiple stories about critical shortages of youth sports officials. So getting certified won't just bring in some extra money. It will also help you to have a direct impact on the kids of the community. Tutoring is another way to work a little bit while also helping out the kids in your community. If you were an engineer and used math every day, you may be able to work as a math tutor. If you've mastered a hobby like musical instruments or painting, you may be able to use what you've learned and help out the kids. Reach out to your school districts to see if they have a list of tutors or advertise on social media. Working as inertia at a theater arts venue or stadium is another great job for older folks. In many cases, urchins are paid in addition to getting to see a ball game, concert, or performance for free. In other cases, particularly at nonprofit venues, urchins are unpaid, but you get to see a show that normally might cost as much as $150 to $200 per ticket. If you're a theater buff, Working even as an unpaid sure is going to have some financial benefits. Working as a babysitter is also something that's becoming more common for those who still have the energy to do it. Can charge as much as $15 per hour for babysitting. And in some cases in big cities like New York and Washington, the going rate can be as high as $40 per hour. Promote yourself on community bulletin boards and sites like care.com and sittercity.com. There are a lot of parents out there who would feel more comfortable leaving their child with older folks rather than a teenager. A 70-year-old babysitter is probably less likely to be distracted by an Instagram account than a 15-year-old babysitter. If you're an animal lover, you can also get a nice side hustle as a pet sitter or a dog walker. As people return to the office as we slowly emerge from COVID-19, many are going to be nervous about leaving their pets who have gotten used to their nearly permanent presence. Dog walkers generally charge between $10 and $40 an hour and you can charge as much as $50 a day for pet sitting. We've talked a lot on previous shows about the importance of staying active as we age. The benefits of daily exercise are well known, and I can't think of a better way to get some exercise than walking some furry pals, all while getting paid. If you've enjoyed today's show, visit us at retireatpeacepodcast.com and click on my radio page. Also, be sure to subscribe on Apple Podcast or Spotify. And finally, if you want more information about what we discussed today, give us a call at 888-324-0589. Thanks for listening. And until next week, this is Gerald G. Thank you for listening to Retire at Peace. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Gerald G. Ginwright at Mainstream Financial Group. Call 205-324-0589 or visit him online at retireatpeacepodcast.com. 
Gerald Ginwright and Mainstream Financial Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.